Section 81 of Little Pictorial Lives of the Saints, Volume 1, January through March. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Little Pictorial Lives of the Saints, Volume 1, January through March, by John Gilmary Shea. March 19th, St. Joseph, Spouse of the Blessed Virgin and Patron of the universal church st joseph was by birth of the royal family of david but was living in humble obscurity as a carpenter when god raised him to the highest sanctity and fitted him to be the spouse of his virgin mother and foster father and guardian of the incarnate word joseph says the holy scripture was a just man he was innocent and pure and became the husband of mary he was gentle and tender as one worthy to be named the father of jesus he was prudent and a lover of silence as became the master of the holy house above all he was faithful and obedient to divine calls his conversation was with angels rather than with men when he learned that mary bore within her womb the lord of heaven he feared to take her as his wife but an angel bade him fear not and all doubts vanished when herod sought the life of the divine infant an angel told joseph in a dream to fly with the child and his mother into egypt joseph at once arose and obeyed this sudden and unexpected flight must have exposed joseph to many inconveniences and sufferings in so long a journey with a little babe and a tender virgin the greater part of the way being through deserts and among strangers yet he alleges no excuses nor inquires at what time they were to return st chrysostom observes that god treats thus all his servants sending them frequent trials to clear their hearts from the rust of self-love but intermixing seasons of consolation joseph says he is anxious on seeing the virgin with child an angel removes that fear he rejoices at the child's birth but a great fear succeeds the furious king seeks to destroy the child and the whole city is in an uproar to take away his life this is followed by another joy the adoration of the magi a new sorrow then arises he is ordered to fly into a foreign unknown country without help or acquaintance it is the opinion of the fathers that upon their entering egypt at the presence of the child jesus all the oracles of that superstitious country were struck dumb and the statues of their gods trembled and many places fell to the ground the fathers also attribute to this holy visit the spiritual benediction poured on that country which made it for many ages most fruitful in saints after the death of king herod of which saint joseph was informed in another vision god ordered him to return with the child and his mother into the land of israel which our saint readily obeyed but when he arrived in judea hearing that archelaus had seceded herod in that part of the country and apprehensive that he might be infected with his father's vices he feared on that account to settle there as he would otherwise probably have done for the education of the child and therefore being directed by god in another vision he retired into the dominions of herod antipas in galilee to his former habitation in nazareth st joseph being a strict observer of the mosaic law in conformity to its direction annually repaired to jerusalem to celebrate the passover our saviour now in his twelfth year of his age 
accompanied his parents thither having performed the usual ceremonies of the feast they were returning with many of their neighbors and acquaintance towards galilee and never doubting but that jesus was with some of the company they travelled on for a whole day's journey before they discovered that he was not with them but when night came on and they could hear no tidings of him among their kindred and acquaintance they in the deepest affliction returned with the utmost speed to jerusalem after an anxious search of three days they found him in the temple discoursing with the learned doctors of the law and asking them such questions as raised the admiration of all that heard him and made them astonished at the ripeness of his understanding nor were his parents less surprised on this occasion when his mother told him what grief and earnestness they had sought him and asked son why hast thou thus dealt with us behold thy father and i sought thee in great affliction of mine she received for answer how is it that you sought me did you not know that i must be about my father's business but though thus staying in the temple unknown to his parents and all other things he was obedient to them returning with them to nazareth and there living in all dutiful subjection to them as no further mention is made of st joseph he must have died before the marriage of cana and the beginning of our divine saviour's ministry we cannot doubt that he had the happiness of jesus and mary attending at his death praying by him assisting and comforting him in his last moments whence he is particularly invoked for the great grace of a happy death in the spiritual presence of jesus in that hour reflection st joseph the shadow of the eternal father upon earth the protector of jesus in his home at nazareth and a lover of all children for the sake of the holy child should be the chosen guardian and pattern of every true christian family End of section 81